can I give you all a very warm welcome to our service this morning. This is our last service of the year. There is no evening service tonight. And next week we are back to our normal 9.30 and 11.15 services. Um, quite a number of our own people are away this weekend, um, including all of our ministers. But it's lovely to see lots of people visiting here with us. A special welcome to Pat and Kitty. It's lovely to see you, our two of our mission partners, and to anyone else who is visiting. You're very welcome, and it's lovely to see you. Um, this morning in our service, just to let you know what's happening, we're starting with some opening worship, and then we're going to be hearing from three members of our congregation who are looking back over the past year, Linda, Sam, and Gillian. Hopefully they will come up and introduce themselves to you um, as they, they share what God's been saying to them. And then a little later, we'll hear from three people who are looking forward um, to what God has for them in the year to come. Let's um, just let's pause for a moment, quieten our hearts, and hear what God wants to say to us. Um, I wanted to share just a few verses with you. If people ask me what my favorite verse in the Bible is, I find that very difficult to, to narrow it down. There isn't one single one. I'm going to share just a, um, a few verses with you, some of my favorites that have been special to me over this last year and which I'm looking forward to um, God doing in me and through me over the next year as well. These verses from Isaiah chapter 40. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Let's pray together as we come to worship. Our loving Father, our gracious God, we thank you for your promises to us, for your presence here with us, for your grace and mercy in our lives. Be with us now as we seek to give you glory and praise your name. Amen. Let's stand as we worship.
uplift an offering during this next song. If you're visiting, please feel free to pass the bags on.
ourselves on your mercy and to acknowledge our need of you every hour we need you. Father, as we look to the end of this year and into the new year, would you be with us every hour? Let us know your presence and your Holy Spirit in us. Thank you for your promises and your faithfulness to us. And we thank you for the offerings that have been brought just now as a token of our love and our thanks for all that you have done for us. Would you use these for your glory and for the work of your kingdom? In Jesus' name, amen. Please have a seat and we're going to hear now from our three people looking back. Linda. Hi. Maybe it's not one. Sorry. We're trying to, that's okay. Hi, sorry, good morning, I'm everybody. Sorry, can I stop you a second? I forgot to say that the children <laughs> can go out up to primary seven. We've got a children's program through in the hall, so if there's any children who would like to leave, just slip out now. That's okay, no problem. <coughs> Well, I'll carry on saying hi, good morning. <clears throat> As you heard, my name's Linda. Um, I'm pretty new to this area. Um, 18 months ago, I moved to Lennox Town, but I'm actually from Glasgow. I was away for over 30 years, and I'm back home. Um, it's been an amazing year, an absolute amazing year, because at the beginning of the year, I felt a longing to read the Bible for the first time I mean, actually read it, not just dip into it the way you flick through a magazine, because that's how I used to do it. And of course, I never understood it. These days, I'm reading the Bible, and I'm understanding the Bible, and that's quite something. So that's one of the amazing things that's happened to me this year. Um, at the beginning of the year as well, I find myself drawn to this church. It wasn't to come uh, and be a member or attend church on Sundays, I was drawn to the church because I wanted to hire a hall to teach salsa dancing. <laughs> and that's what I've been doing. But I was praying to God the whole time, asking him, what's my purpose? Why am I living in Lennox Town? What am I doing here? But I felt he brought me here <clears throat> to Lennox Town, to this church. And since February, I've been coming to this church most Sundays and I have to thank Maureen Doust um, because she's been with me from the beginning. And that's been nice because this is quite a big church. It's very difficult when you're new, but it's not been difficult for me. I've had Maureen and Peter by my side since the beginning, and they introduced me to a lot of people, and I felt welcomed. I've been searching for years for a church where I could find my Christian family and feel I belong. I've been to many churches all sorts of different churches, like Seventh-day Adventists, like the, ba the, sorry, the Buddhists, um, the Jehovah Witnesses, the born-again Christians, and of course I was a Catholic from the beginning. Some people ask me, how long have you been a Christian? I could tell you from the bottom of my heart, I've been a Christian all my life. <clears throat> but it's important to read the Bible. It's important to go to church. It's important to belong to a Christian family. 
Um, I've learned some things that are really important as well, and one of them is that it's important to be God-centered and not to be self-centered. We live in a world today which is full of people who are self-centered, and we have to make sure that we don't become one of them. And the main highlight of this year for me um, was when I went to the Will Graham Festival in Falkirk. I kind of stumbled on it because I found myself on a bus with a lot of people from this church, from the New Creations. And it was on June the 17th when I publicly accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And as I say, I keep coming to this church every Sunday. And I want to say the amazing thing about this church, the Kirk and Tillich Baptist Church, is it actually serves the community from the cradle to the grave. And you can't say that about many churches. But I'm happy to belong to this one. Thanks very much for listening to me. Good morning. Uh, I'm Sam, if you don't know me. Uh, I'm part leading team, uh, and Jack has the burden of living with me <laughs> down there as well. Um, so, David sent me an email a few weeks ago and was like, going to look back on your past year, and I was like, do you want it to be encouraging? Don't ask me. <laughs> but as I thought about it, I th uh, and thought about my year, I thought of two scenes one of them was filled with rainbows, unicorns, babies laughing, medium rare steak. And the other one was filled with death, destruction, pain, suffering. And if I want to, I'm going to be uncharacteristically dramatic and say, <laughs> and say that my life has been both of these scenes simultaneously over the past year. And I want to list a few things that have happened. So I've completed my four-year degree in theology and graduated. Some people only gave me three months. <laughs> I did the four years. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I moved house. Uh, joined a leading team at the start of the year. Uh, me and a couple of friends accidentally started a movement of prayer among students, which has reached 120 students in Glasgow and potentially moving out into other cities in Scotland and the UK next year. Uh, for some people, this may be a shock, but I started a relationship with my now girlfriend, and for those who <laughs> know my story around sexuality, know how much of a seismic and dramatic shift that is in my life and how challenging that would be. Uh, since I was about 14, uh, I've lived with depression around my life. Uh, some seasons of my life, it's been non-existent. Other seasons of my life, it's, it's kept me in bed. And uh, since this year, actually, it's been the worst. It's, my mental health's been the worst since I was 14. Uh, and that came from a time at the end of August when actually uh, I was at work uh, across the road in Glories, and uh, I just completely crashed. I was off work for six weeks. Uh, my body ached for about two of those weeks. Uh, and I was pretty much not able to do very much at all. Uh, some key relationships with family members and some really good close friends have completely broken down over these, this past year. 
and it's totally shifted me and totally knocked me and I've not been sure how to deal with it. And as my friends graduate uni and as uh, even family members move on and, and see successes, I'm stuck in my part-time, temporary, unstable job after uni with no real sense of what's next or no real sense of what's, what's going to happen. So here it is, a life in transition. But <clears throat> throughout it all, the one lesson I've been learning is that <clears throat> in life, I have to get the importance of seasons to the heart of God. That actually there is autumn, there is winter, there is spring, there is summer. And quite often all four happen at once. But actually the point isn't the seasons, but the point is the presence in the seasons and the fruitfulness that can bear and that can be harvested within those seasons. And as I look forward and as I have hope that God is present with me in every season of my life, in every area of my life, I stand in the winter of my life now, hoping, expecting and praying forth the spring of my life. Thank you. Hi there. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Gillian McConaughey, and I joined this church towards the start of the year. So looking back over the past year, uh, there's one thing in particular I feel that God's taught me that really stands out. And I'd like to read two passages that I believe are linked and that have helped me. So the first one's from Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 to 9. I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him. And then the second one is in Matthew chapter 13, verses, verse 44, the parable of the hidden treasure. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. And the theme that I think links these two passages is the idea that Jesus is my treasure. In the first passage, Paul talks about everything being rubbish compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Christ. And then in that second passage, um, it talks about the man selling everything he has with joy because he's found something better. I think I've read that passage quite a few times probably over the years, but it just recently it struck me that word joy um, that I hadn't noticed before. And at times over the last year, I've sometimes struggled to keep the right perspective. And I've found this phrase of Jesus being my treasure really helpful in having the right outlook in life. So it means if I've had perhaps a bad day at work, which does happen, then I can remind myself that Jesus is my treasure. And there's more to life than what I can immediately see in front of me. And if my husband who's got multiple sclerosis, if he's having a bad day, then I can again remind myself that Jesus is my treasure and that, again, what's here is not all that there is and we have this eternal hope. 
and sometimes, you know, I'm feeling tired and maybe I'm tempted to do some online clothes shopping, buying clothes that my husband will tell me that I don't need, then uh, <laughs> again, I can remind myself, Jesus is my treasure and things and stuff won't actually make me happy, but actually we know somebody who can give us everlasting joy. So I've just, I found it a very helpful wee phrase over the last few months. And if you'll allow me a 10 second look forward, I'm hoping that it'll help me again to keep the right perspective and to have a better perspective in 2019. Thank you. Thank you very much to Linda, Sam and Gillian for sharing. We're going to um, have another time of worship before we hear from the three people who are looking forward. And I'd like to just read you um, these verses from Lamentations chapter 3, um, another in my probably top 20 verses which I'm taking into the new year with me. Um, Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Please stand with me as we sing.
we're going to hear from Daniel, Shan, and Cam. So I've been asked by David to look forward to 2019 as it comes in. Uh, so there's three areas that he's asked me to look at. Firstly, what's happening in the church life. Uh, next, what's happening in the world. Um, and then finally, with my personal spiritual life, what I'm going to do. Uh, so firstly, this church life. So there's two categories that I've put this into. Um, so first is the youth band. I really enjoy playing in the youth band. Um, and at the tail end of last year, uh, we had many newbies that came and joined us. Um, so I've been really encouraged as they've kind of come along. I see their faith really grow, and as they progress into next year, as they start playing with us at the youth bands, it's really good to see that. And also with the youth bands, I'm looking forward to the bonding time uh, that some of those will have away at the Encounter Conference uh, that we're going to be playing at in March uh, as we lead a youth prayer gathering. I apologise, I got the cold this morning. Horrible. And the second part of that um, is the congregation coming together. So last year, I was really encouraged at the Foundry event that we had. Um, which is really when we all come together and we pray over specific um, hubs in the, in the church. Uh, so I really look forward to continuing that next year as it really it just puts prayer over the church and it's really encouraging. So next, what I'm looking forward to in a worldly context. So again, I have two categories for this. Uh, so first is looking forward to change um, and in particular politics. So many of you are probably like uh, British politics, why are you looking forward to that? Uh, but yes, I'm looking forward to British politics. Um, the idea to me of stepping into a world of the unknown um, is exciting and no matter how unsettling the situation is I personally know that for me my, ne uh, my mission never really changes I've got to lean on and in a Christian context our views shouldn't change we're here to spread the word of God it doesn't matter whether we're in the year or not um, we shouldn't lose sight of bringing people to God um, so yeah politics is quite exciting um, and then second in a worldly context um, is really seeing what God's going to do with our mission partners so with both the Bruffs and the Meekles either departing or returning to a faraway country I apologise. Uh, I'm extremely encouraged by their faith and um, stepping out for God. So as each of our partners spread the word of God um, in different ways, I really look forward to seeing um, the stories of how they transform lives in remote countries. So finally, it's what I'm looking forward to in my personal life. Um, so the main thing for me this year is going to be growing closer to God in the face of uncertainty. So as a bit of context, I'm currently in fifth year and I'm applying to university to do law. Um, so this year it's really all about the exam grades and working hard uh, but kind of going into it I knew that it would be working hard for a reason so as I strive to do well in order to get into university I looked to Colossians 3.23 which says whatever you do work at it with all your heart as you're working for the Lord not for human masters and this verse really says all about why I'm working and working for God um, and if I'm doing that then really nothing could be wrong um, so then also in my spiritual life I really want to go into 2019 with openness uh, so last year, me and some friends started to get a bit more open with each other. Um, and going into next year is a strive to live life really pleasing to God. Um, by having that group, I'm able to share my struggles. Uh, but at the same time, we're also there to be, um, we're also able to be there for each other as we journey through life together, serving for God. So as 2019, 2019 fast approaches, uh, I simply look forward to a year ahead full of unknowns. But I also remember two song lyrics to kind of keep me in check as I do that. So the first one um, is a song from my own personal faith, uh, which Sandy MacDonald over there shared with me on Thursday night as we were having a little life chat. Uh, so this is with his own additions, but he said, And the more you turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, 
you will find that the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So with that, it's so simple, but it's true. I want to give every day of this year to God uh, and look to him instead of the world. And then secondly is a deeply popular kid song. Every move I make, I make in you. You make me move, Jesus. Every breath I take, I breathe in you. Every step I take, I take in you. You're my way, Jesus. Every breath I breathe, I breathe in you. So yeah, as I go into next year, really giving every moment of that to God um, and really striving to please him. So I'm sorry for running over. I'm going to vacate the stage. Thank you. Hi, I'm Shan, for those who don't know me. Um, I've been asked by David as well to go through those three areas. So 2019 is a very challenging year for us as a family and for myself as well. 2018 was a year where I embarked on a new journey with um, Jesus when I started doing a Christian counseling course. I'm now into my second year of that. So that's been a huge change. I left my job for a year, which was wonderful. But uh, it was really hard, you know, finding my own identity again not having my identity as a social worker, but really finding my identity in God. And that has just grown over this, in this last year and in the coming year that will continue to grow. And that, that's just a real revelation to me. And um, also we moved church. We left Queen's Park. We've been there for 12 years, had many journeys with that church and a very loving church. But we really felt called as a family to move to community church. And since we've come here, uh, it's been a journey. It's... Um, you know, I've always, I grew up in a charismatic church. That's all I've known. So I've come here, and I'm not saying you're not charismatic. But, uh, you know, I, I have struggled, I suppose, in, in finding how I find the freedom that I know that I have with God in God and how I express myself. I have a very emotional relationship with Christ, so my worship is very emotional. But what I want to say to you and encourage you as a church is as we sat in those pews and as we move forward, you have a wonderful spirit of acceptance in this church. I don't find the boundaries I thought I would find. I don't find the looks that I thought I might find. And I certainly don't find any sense of restriction in this fellowship. And as we move forward, we've just become members, so thank you for accepting us. But as, as we move forward in, in 2019, it's about finding where we as a family fit in this church and what we can give to you. As, as members of, of this congregation. And also, you know, um, Beth, 2019, leaves school, moves into the new big world. But what I am confident of, that Eastern Bartonshire's financial restrictions will not restrict God's plans for her. So we're praying for that. And in regards to the world, you know, you can, you can think of all the terrible things are going on in the world and there are because people aren't following God's ways people aren't listening to God but I pray for the negotiators I pray for the people who carry the wisdom and governments on their shoulders but I also pray for peace because my experience through my life and going into 2019 that the God that peace the peace that God gives is not passive it's a very powerful profound strength so when we pray for peace, we're really breaking in to the real grounds of hatred and deception and 
all the things that we see in the world and think, what is going on? But I know that the peace of God will break through into that. So my own personal walk, I will continue to begin to find more and more about who I am in God. But also, a long time ago, somebody said that my hands will bring healing to people. But what I've realized as I've done my counseling course and as I've walked through last year and as I walk into this year, that when I sit in a counseling space with somebody, what I'm actually giving, what I'm actually hoping that they will find is freedom. And although I'm not touching them with my hands, as I open my hands, that's what God puts in my hands. And the freedom that I am hoping to impart to people and the freedom I'm hoping to gain in my own spiritual life is, is a most precious gift that God, God is developing in me and bringing me forth in. So the verse that keeps me going, which I will end with in all my life, is from Psalm 36. And I'm just hoping I can read it because my glass is missing up. Michael, do you want to come and read this? It says, your love, O Lord, reads... No, you see. Michael, come and read this for me. Your love, Lord, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Keep going. (laughs) Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. Keep going. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast in the abundance of your house. Can I sit down? Yes. That's it, really. That's all I wanted to say. Good morning, everyone. Uh, So my name is Cameron. Um, I'm a student at Glasgow University doing pharmacology, and I'm in my final year now. Um, So last month, my now fiancé, Ailey, over there, (laughs) <laughs> uh, so it's still strange to say that. Uh, so we, we got engaged last month, and we're still enjoying and reveling in the celebrations that come with that. Our engagement has made us reflect on where we're going over the next year, thinking about uh, our future studies, our future work, and where we may potentially live. But also the spiritual side of things, including what, ga- what God's plans are for us. Our decision to get married comes from our shared faith and where we believe God is pointing us in life. I've therefore been doing a good deal of homework on this, I think, uh, reading The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller and his wife, Kathy. Here, the spiritual aspect of a Christian marriage is presented, uh, where we would strive to support and help each other reach our full potential in the eyes of God. There are many lessons, therefore, to learn about uh, regarding this, and we're looking forward to pursuing this in 2019. I believe that as part of our spiritual walk with God, Ailey and I will learn over the next year what it means to be Christians as a married couple, as well as individually. We both have our individual ways of being with God, whether that's through music, reading, running, or quiet prayer, which are crucial for us to maintain that personal relationship with God. However, an important part of our spiritual walk over the next year will be to learn to develop a relationship with God as a couple, 
to give us a firm foundation for the years ahead and to reflect the relationship of Jesus with the church. From the outset of our engagement, Ailey and I have been encouraged to develop a strong community of support around us, which we have through our house group and from everyone here at KBC. We've been fortunate and so grateful recently to spend time with people who have given us guidance and support uh, for our, our spiritual journey. And we long to have more of this over the course of the next year, where we can surround ourselves with our Christian brothers and sisters to help us on our spiritual journey towards our marriage. So just uh, on behalf of the two of us, I'd just like to say thank you for uh, all your support and for building us up uh, to be the people that we are today. So on a more, um, I guess, individual front, um, I'm doing uh, my final year of my pharmacology degree, and I hope to go on after this to do a PhD in cancer science. So it seems that 2019 will be a big year for me in terms of doing my final year exams, uh, potentially starting a PhD and planning a wedding. <laughs> so uh, following my year in Stevenage last year, uh, during times of high pressure with coursework, deadlines, and my lab work just falling apart, um, I learned a valuable lesson of just taking a step back and just praying about it, giving it over to God, and then just watching him guiding and supporting me. A particular passage which I clung to tightly during my time away was Psalm 40, where I was moved by God's love and faithfulness towards David during his life, which is demonstrated when God repeatedly delivered him from the struggles in his life. So during this next year, I will continue to look back on how God has helped me over the years as I've grown to know him. And I'll trust that he's alongside me for the year ahead. Finally, I take such encouragement from Romans chapter 8, verse 28, which says, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who, know, for those who are called according to his purpose. So whatever happens this next year, God will use it for our ultimate good. So we need not worry about what will come in 2019, only that it gives us a greater opportunity to become closer to God. Thank you. Thank you very much to Daniel, Shan and Cam for sharing with us and challenging us too. We're going to close with a final song, so please stand with me as we sing.
Lord, there is no other name that we want to see exalted and lifted high as we look into this new year. We ask that you would make our hearts ever more sensitive and surrendered to your Holy Spirit. Help us to know you, to follow you, and to glorify you every day that you give us here on this earth and then for all eternity in your presence. We thank you and praise you for your goodness and your faithfulness to us. In Jesus' name, amen.